0: Welcome back to our bro backers and Lush Ladies, Brown Boys We Made It, your host, cute boy Rom, co-host, Steezy Hippie Vic. What's up, Vic?
1: Not much, Rom, just being a super Steezy Hippie on the 49th episode of Brown Boys We Made It podcast.
0: Hey Vic, well, uh, for our new listeners, and just to get everyone up to speed, who are we? What's Brown Boys We Made It?
1: Brown Boys We Made It is just, a. Uh two friends that um like to just banter dissect the world's intricacies maybe even dive beaver deep into some topics that might be a little hairy for some people to talk about and um we just try to be as transparent as possible about living our life and uh doing the best we can to be the best version of ourselves while expressing and trying to inspire and just spread the word of um good vibes and love and maybe even uh reach out to people who you know maybe experience the same things that we experience and maybe we can work through things together and blossom into the beautiful lotus flower that we all are what do you think what do you think that the brown boys we made it is honestly there's nothing to add that was perfect
0: you can Uh, can actually i will I'll, i'll add something yeah you know things that might be hairy just like kiwis and that's what brown boys we made it are (laughs) <laughs> you just thought of Kiwis immediately when the word hairy came into play, huh? I did, yeah. Remember we talked about that on the
1: last pod. Oh wait, you probably haven't listened to it. Go check it out. Yeah, go check it out on the multiple platforms that it streams on. Spotify, Apple, five-star rating on Apple if you'd like. And Give a message well, Interact on Spotify.
0: And while you're at it, send us a DM on our Instagram account, Brown You
1: Made It yes sir yes sir go ahead and do that my name is vic for all the new ear holes out there we love you thank you thank you for taking the time um it's just a it's an exceptional episode to jump into exactly
0: um, and that's exactly what we're about to do we're gonna jump right into it how's your week been Vic?
1: my week's been good dude super steady you know steady um the highs haven't been too high and the lows haven't been too low you know what i mean (laughs) That's weird. That's how my week's been too. Dude, you're a copycat. I I guess so. You're a freaking copycat. Come on. You didn't even spit anything about uh about what the Brown Boys are to you, and then now you're just gonna copy me exactly with that's how I felt? Come on, Rom. It's the mirror, mirror effect, Ram. man. I'm just mirroring you. Give us a little originality. Give us a little all spice. Right, Some all that right, Indian right. spice that you that you know that and love so much.
0: Yeah, man. Well the brown okay i'll go i'll answer the brown boys
1: there we go rom get a little loose man get a little blood flowing going i'm hella loose man um
0: so yeah the brown boys made it's two friends who have what known each other most of our lives and then especially the last 10 years and we're, you know, mid to late twenties. Some might say, and
1: some might say we're made out of stardust, and um, we're as old as the universe. You know, age is not a definition, but some, some might also some, say, some might say mid to late twenties for sure. M- mid to late twenties for sure.
0: But what is age, right? So it during, some might also say during your twenties you grow a lot.
1: um You know, that's false. I think you grow all the time if you choose to. I think you grow the most from the age of like four to nine or something yeah something like that definitely impactful years of your life
0: so yeah and during that time me and Vic have uh stayed together as friends and have talked through some pretty low like low moments of our lives high moments of our lives and then um you know realize that not only have we learned a ton through those experiences, but we're continuously learning and want to share it on a platform and yeah, exemplify the human experience of going through the ups and downs of life and doing our best and making sure we're consistently reflecting on it to pick and choose actions that align with ourselves and get to share it and hopefully create a following of people who are also going through their own journeys and we can all uh collaborate with each other throughout it so that's my version of brown boys We made it
1: right i know i just want to add a little context just to uh spice things up a little bit because you know um brown boys like things spicy (laughs) just being a little self-racist but speaking of racism and and the differences in this world in races i mean that's kind of where we came together and came up with, you know, Brown Boys We Made It, because we've been two brown boys in a predominantly white community as we grew up together, and we just saw the world in a different light, and we wanted to share it and wanted to progressively grow, um, have accountability points with it, and, yeah, just basically inspire, you know. There, there's been so many people that have reached out since the pod started just stating how that's exactly how they how they felt growing up in a predominantly white area or just you know the not really uh, getting a validation of how they felt and i mean we're not here to validate anyone but I don't yeah know, it's fun it's cool welcome to brown boys who made it yeah sp-
0: speaking of uh, i'm talking to uh this um guy that i work with and we had like a one-on we have like a weekly one-on-one check-in Aww. meeting with each other on work That's but the conversation turned like completely to a personal conversation and he's kind of going through like a life change moment where I think he's like trying to realign to things that are more for himself and really just like pick the best path for him and I started opening up about kind of like my experience and where i was like a year ago because some of the same things he was dealing with i had dealt with back then and then i kind of explained to him like my path now and like and why don't, he we co-
1: go, why don't we go beaver deep and since we're going uh like what kind of stuff do you like just off the top of you like maybe don't go too deep but like what kind of stuff do you would you say if you had an adjective i had a couple adjectives to say that they're like maybe a identity crisis kind of yeah yeah just a confusion and uh you know what i mean kind of paint a picture since we're uh we're audio so i think
0: it's like identity like trying to find your identity and then also we've talked about it in uh, past episodes where you're almost repeating this like consistent cycle and innately you know like you should make a different choice but maybe it's the people you hang out with or what mainstream like lifestyle makes it seem like you should be how you should be doing things even though it's not healthy for you or it's not like and when I say healthy for you to how it resonates to yourself like you just know it's not the path that you that would make you happy and then you know when you're repeating these cycles consistently you get into bouts of like depression or anxiety that tend to just get long like longer and longer um as you continue them and then finally i think you get to a point where just like it breaks you and you have to like pick yourself up and really decide to make a choice of do i want to go back to repeating these cycles and it getting worse and worse or do i want to start making these changes that are probably new to me that I may have abandoned when I was, like, younger, but need to get back to it. And then trust that this new way of living is better and then start reducing some of those old cycles because they don't just go away, like, right away, but you got to be confident in yourself of, like, taking two steps forwards, one step back, as opposed to just this whole one step forward, two steps back like journey that you were living before i don't want to put too much because he he actually told me he's going to be listening uh to the pod i think starting today and like yeah yeah, and i also you know it's a private
1: conversation uh, absolutely i'm totally not wanted to like divulge uh someone's privacy but i think it's also a good point into interjecting the applicability of that in this in the in the moment of us like describing brown boys we made it i think Mm -hmm. it's uh almost if not embodying exactly what we are you know what i mean we're we're just we're two friends that are spiritual warriors in this modern world right and we choose to pick up the people around us because we have you know um a belief in good karma i guess i guess for like a lack of better term and to be talking so quick about it but it's just what we do right it's um it's because we've made it and we have uh, awareness to this because like Rom said he's gone through it i've gone through it as well and that's a lot of what the pod's about as well it's um just understanding these things everyone goes through these things so i uh, i know that he, we're not trying to divulge anyone's personal information but like everyone goes through this so it's not weird it's not abnormal it's just a lack of communication that hasn't happened yet, I guess.
0: Exactly. It's a conversation that people usually don't like to open up about because it's, you know, no one likes talking about like the low times of themselves and and have it like some or sharing these kind of things, right? We don't mind. And, yeah, we don't mind. Um, <laughs> but, we- but I think, you know, one of our superpowers we have as humans is the ability to empathize and what's cool about going through this journey and getting to a point where, um, cause I, I think when you begin this journey, you do need to have like a mentor or, or like someone to help you guide through it, whether it's a friend, a therapist or, you know, a uh, yoga boy, yeah. Fellow spiritual warrior. Um, but then as you get through it and you never really like master it, but you get to a point where you're kind of transitioning from, like needing to seek guidance through a lot of it to where you can start providing guidance and, um, him and even other friends that I've had, like when he, him and I had that conversation and to circle back to that power of empathy, what I've learned through this is like, life starts kind of bringing some of these people into your life where, You know, the role that you play for them might be um, like, you have to have the awareness of like, hey, like this person has been through something I had just been and kind of how like you were Vic when I first started, you kept throwing some like nuggets at me just to like get me thinking and just like, Being aware, and as I started learning more about it, I think we had deeper conversations on it. And I felt like when he came in and we had that conversation, I was like, okay, I think like my role here is like when he told me some of the stuff he was going through, like I was able to put myself and experience and understand what emotions he's dealing with right now, what are probably the appropriate things I can say to him that will resonate that won't be over the top or also too little where i would underserve him at the same time and you know like uh i think he he was definitely picking up
1: underserve i've never heard that before
0: yeah you can overserve someone or underserve
1: keep going i don't want to interrupt you i just thought that was really interesting
0: Yeah, so, um, yeah, and I, I just think that was, like, one of those moments where I, once that conversation had, I just started asking him a few, like, a lot of questions, and then showing him parallels, and then things that I've learned, but also kind of giving him a little hint of, like, hey, like, this journey moving forward, like, you have to have a lot of trust, and also understand that You'll make progress, but you will also like fall down a few times and not to let that discourage you from like, don't disidentify yourself because you fell down. Like you need to really be rooted into this new path you're taking and trust that that is your identity and not fall into like um, your past self when you make some of the mistakes you've made
1: in your past. Right um it's kind of that was kind of a lot but essentially what you're what you're doing wrong is you're seeing the other side of the coin right because you were him at one point and now you are uh I guess the mentor right and so you are almost able to not only empathize and sympathize but you are you are able to you know actually feel what he feels and you actually know what things feel like underserving is so interesting to me because you have to be so aware to be able to underserve right you have to be able you have to be aware of exactly what you're serving and so whenever someone says underserving for me it's just it's like it's not oxymoronic but it's just so freaking interesting because I don't ever really know what I'm serving I'm just always giving the best I can you know so it's like underserving shit like maybe i sometimes tell them they do underserve. <laughs> oh well, yeah you you would be unconscious of
0: when you probably underserved
1: yeah like, right it, so like it that takes a lot of heavy. focus yeah it
0: takes a lot of focus and you have to really ask a lot of questions so you can find like that good balance of because you have to be like li- actively listening of like where are they what can they probably understand what can they not and then and like you can ask questions to kind of test those limits and then you kind of figure out okay like this might not like be over the top if i tell them this
1: that's super interesting but yeah it's um it's always so wisdom filled when you get to see both sides of the coin or whenever yeah. you get to see both sides of the hill and you both you get to see that they're both green but you know what i love about this process and you can apply
0: it to pretty much anything that anytime you've ever been taught something or been brought up by someone or someone has helped you out it's this notion of paying it forward which is like i think one of the most beautiful concepts in life that you can actively do each day to level yourself i think the moment you start paying things forward that were given to you that's when you level up
1: Dude, do you, do you remember those commercials? I don't remember exactly what company it was, but they would have these commercials where someone would do something good and they would literally pass oh, it on. Yeah. I, think, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I think that was actually in their slogan. It was like, pass it on. It was, I think it was... Like, I know what you're talking about. or something, But it was so heartfelt, right? Like you'd see it and like someone would hold a door for an old lady and then next, you know, someone would see it or something and then they would help like, I don't know. It was just like showing chain reactions of good deeds so good love that shit so much same i think it's it's just such a beautiful
0: thing it's it's like almost like when everyone's in the drive-thru of starbucks and everyone's just buying the person behind them their order in the morning
1: i love that that's that shit's awesome (laughs) i've never witnessed that before but that's such a good like positive comic strip that you would find in a in a newspaper or something I love that that's sick
0: but yeah man let's go back to your week what you've been up to
1: not much dude just staying steady Um, knowing that exercise is a highly essential part of my day been catering to that and really just feeling steady with that I think I think that's the key the key player in my life that keeps me steady There's a lot of things that uh, we don't consider that actually keep us steady. And we just think that our emotions are just running wild. But we actually... um, You know outriggers on a boat? No. What is that? Outriggers are those super... um, You usually see them on like uh, sailboats or something. It's like a super long thing that jets out usually to the left and right of the boat. And then there's like something that's sitting in the water. And it's like floating on the water and... Um, well, anyway, so I'll, I'll show you. I'll send you a picture and I'll post it on the gram for the for the lush ladies and the bro backers at brown boys. You made on Instagram. Um, but anyway, these things shoot out from a small boat, like a little canoe shaped boat. These outriggers shoot out maybe 10 feet and are connected to what somewhat looks like another little boat. But obviously don't get into it. It's just they just they just sit above the water and these outriggers basically (coughs) keep the whole keep the whole boat steady right like without them you would definitely tilt over and spill over constantly but with with these outriggers it's almost like a a support system that keeps it you know at a 15 degree angle fluctuation Mm. constantly right so regardless of like the tide it'll
0: keep it it will won't let the boat sink too far on one side
1: right it's like almost created a surface area wide enough to where it had doesn't have the ability to overturn outriggers so these out i feel like one of my outriggers in my boat is running you know what i mean or like exercise and it keeps me so steady it keeps my you know even when i'm do human shit and i miss out on things that i know i should be doing like you were saying like when i know i want to be honest with myself and i skip out on it my outriggers are there to hold me up baby so i'm not tipping over and just f- spiraling um yeah dude feeling steady skateboarding a lot love it so much
0: are those parks free to like go skateboard you have to pay
1: they're free man they're public really? park. yeah skate parks
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Aren't the tennis courts free?
0: Some places, yeah.
1: Yeah. This is also a public park. They also have tennis courts. Latham Park, have you ever been there? No. I
0: saw your Instagram video or uh, story, and I thought it was so cool.
1: Thanks, dude. You're so cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, you should uh, play at Latham Park. They have a bunch of courts, tennis courts there, like at least like 12. I'd be down to get on a skateboard. Whoa, Whoa, whoa. I used to skateboard in middle school. Oh, oh yeah, actually. I, like, right. I have
0: two skateboards in my crib.
1: Well, whenever uh, you're back in town, we can hit up the park and skateboard for a little bit and then go walking in the park and just go exploring. I love yeah. just spending time at the park. I swear it's the next best option besides bed. Same. I literally feel like I'm at the park at least once a day, almost. Yeah, it's, it's vital another one of the the outriggers to my life for sure yeah I understand it now why so many people spend
0: time especially on like a weekend midday Whoo, it's a beautiful sight to see you got you see people doing yoga out there some people are playing or dancing to music like or they just got their dogs out like it's that's nice
1: it's full on vibration out there everyone is out there for one reason and one reason only just soak in the good vitamin D of life, baby. <laughs> Love the sun. What so have you been doing having, this week, dude? You know. You already know. Tennis, like,
0: running. So, tennis, waking up, choosing violence. You know, your, your boy's been hitting the kickboxing gym uh, every day this week. Question is, what have
1: you been eating to fuel so yourself? I was going to get into this. Okay, uh, good um we so, know what the activities are what are you eating what's going down your neck so what's going down your neck we peeped this on the sunday tea time
0: at 8 30 on sundays 8 p.m eastern time if you uh haven't checked out our ig live you can get some little extra content and interaction with the brown boys um but uh i've had trouble last week was the first week i've been doing the kickboxing. Um, or well, that's when I joined the kickboxing gym and been doing it consistently. But like my recovery was really hard going each day. Like I definitely after three days I would like break down. Um, but so Victor, uh, I was in Greensboro last weekend with Victor, and he was talking. We were talking about like needing to get way more protein in my diet. As a five-year
1: vegetarian, and Ram is a is a new you know. A sp- aspiring he's a pretty good and he's not aspiring he's like a he's mid-level he's yeah I'm, new. Def-
0: I'm definitely mid but um, you know
1: I'm five years in so I've, I kind of have understanding so of being active and fueling so uh,
0: he, he gave me this like macro calculator I like checked it out and I pretty much went to uh, when I got back to Charlotte on Sunday I went to a grocery store and like I, had to, I pretty much had to get completely different groceries because like my because <laughs> my diet I, I literally looked at my fridge i'm like it's just carbs and fat like, i told yeah, you i didn't have exactly like, this like i had a lot of veggies and stuff but like i didn't have stuff that was actually protein dense and so i like i was like shit so i went i got like pretty much created a meal plan for myself where i'm getting at least anywhere between 30 to like 40 grams of protein in each meal there so i can get go baby i wanted to get close to like 100 grams of protein a day and it i noticed that even after like first day full day of like i, I mean my recovery has been amazing i've been I, feeling 100 percent each I don't day even wanna, i don't even want to
1: say the words
0: it, we can just say as planned
1: as um, planned exactly
0: but and not only am I doing my kickboxing workouts, I'm also playing. I have played tennis. I played tennis twice in one day after also doing kickboxing, or I'm running. And I, yeah, I'm either I'm at least doing a, some sort of heavy cardio each evening. And then on Tuesday, I did tennis twice. So I did like two and a half hours of tennis, and I'd had an hour kickboxing um, session in that morning. And I, my body feels perfectly fine. The only thing that's like kind of frustrating me is like when I started doing this workout, like I, so I gained a few pounds over the month of October. So I was around 173. I went up to like 177. And then last week I gained like during the kickboxing, uh, when I started it, I gained like two pounds and I was like, what the hell? Granted, I think I was eating a lot more because like I was trying to like get my body to like work and i was eating a lot more to do it and so i probably overate but the thing is i was still working out so much um your body hasn't even found
1: homeostasis yet bro
0: yeah i don't think it's even close but then so i dropped like three pounds but then i gained a pound this week i don't know my body fuck weight yeah, is I, really I think, confusing i think me.
1: weight isn't the isn't the reference of ideal choice here brother the thing is like i i definitely have fat to lose and it should for, for I, now I'm, it should be energy level and soreness level and uh, mental acuity i think is what you should focus on of like like if you're feeling like groggy and stuff you gotta be aware you yeah. know what i mean if you're feeling uh like we said like sore for three days straight and just like painful sore your muscles aren't recovering as well you're lacking in protein and shit like that's what you need to focus on i think the weight scale at this point is like um too early yeah it's like your body it's like yeah the homeostasis i feel like it's almost like
0: reconfiguring itself exactly exactly so i'm gonna give it time but like i'm i just know like the amount of energy i'm putting out versus like what i'm taking in like i would think it would it would have dropped but like we just said i think it'll uh figure itself out but to touch on those three points my energy levels have been super high like never have felt tired, been able to get so much done and also just been active. Like feel like I have enough energy to do all these workouts each day. My mental clarity is like through the roof. I, we talked about it in previous episode. I don't know what it is about kickboxing, but like granted there's also weight training built into it too. And it's all compound lifts as well. It's your They're,
1: fucking testosterone. Yeah. I'm teed up. You're just teed nights. up, dude. Honestly, you're sweating out tea. And, and then oozing out jizz
0: stamina whoa <laughs> i'm just kidding sorry <laughs> <laughs> but um oh, uh, <laughs> oh shit <laughs> but um actually your boy's hey, back no, on no, back remember. on the streak yeah i'm back on the streak <laughs> so there's, there's that um oh, and then my, my stamina is insane like I, I i was playing tennis with bg uh, a couple times this week, and like, it, it, and even when I'm in my class with some of the advanced players, I don't, I like, don't tire out. Like, to me, I'm like, this is easy, like, and that feels great. And it, it's just kind of interesting seeing like other people get tired out, and I'm like, damn, I'm like heavier than I normally me, am, too. Dude, like, I'm different. not, yeah, like, I have not, I haven't even like reached the, uh like, the probably lean physique yet and i have this much stamina like i can only imagine and what i've also noticed is like i'm just a lot stronger like i I can feel my body composition is much different than what it was before already like you're not soft boy you're just getting harder yeah so i'm i'm like really excited to see like how my physique changes throughout this um oh apparently your boy has a has a nickname at the boxing gym
1: (laughs) all right you want to bestow us with it Nah, man, too much tea. Yeah, it sounds like your tea's in the shower, tea's. Nah, so they
0: all, like, all the coaches and people, like, see my name as, like, Shriram, and they were like, oh, we just made a nickname for you, it's Ram, and I'm like, oh, well, that's funny, because I've always, I've already had that name, so you're late.
1: Is that what you said? No. That's a real, real teed-up thing to say.
0: No, nah, I just said... <laughs> I know. She was like, she was like, uh, do you have a, uh, we have a nickname for you. And I was like, let me guess, Rom? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that nickname was coined, like, back in fifth grade. What if you were, what if you were
1: like, uh, I, I didn't want a nickname. I'm actually very proud of my name. My name is actually, uh, it means king and it's a very powerful name in my country. <laughs> she was like, oh, uh, well, we're just call you. <coughs> it was you. a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have said. That would have been hilarious as fuck. Yeah. Because obviously you would go with fucking Rom. Because, I mean, Sharam. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. does she, like... Can she even, like... Get you? Like, obviously you're a Rom. You know, like... Rom, bro, what's up, Dick? you pass me a middle light? Yeah, dude, thanks, Rom.
0: Rom, yeah. So, that was... um Yeah, so overall, it's been, like, a really good week. I'm just kind of prepping today slash this evening to fly out tomorrow. Um, Ooh, just setting. Yeah, wheels up. Wheels Um, up, baby. And then... Are still deciding to go sober, baby? Yeah, I mean, I'm only going to have, like, a beer, too. I do want to hit, like, at least one or two workouts while I'm there, like, just runs and stuff. Stay healthy, because I want to build on seeing, like what happens with this kind of training um and then oh i want to say like you know how like just random things like being in the right place at the right time oh i love that me and brian went to the uh to play tennis at this park and i run into like one of the tennis coaches i knew and i usually don't see him at this park and he was like just staring at me i was like yo jack what's up and he's like yo what's up it's like sorry i like he's like i thought it was you he's like what are you doing are you, and i was like uh just practicing he was like dude i'm so bored like with tennis like are you are you playing any leagues i'm like no he's like you want to play in a league together and i was like yeah and then he's like let me get your number and then just like that it was like the most random thing like i i've talked to him a few times like when i go to the, my tennis classes and stuff but it's just like right moment right time and then conversation happened And I just thought it was cool. I was like, huh, so weird. But you got to like love little unexpected moments like that.
1: If you don't love them, then you're probably not loving life, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's just like a thankful, grateful moment um, to when things like that happen. Mm -hmm. It's just like having awareness, like stuff like that just doesn't happen on its own. Or it does happen on its own, but it's not like a coincidence.
1: Yeah, thankfulness and gratefulness doesn't happen on its own either yeah it's mindset so. baby's perspectives but yeah that's awesome dude i mean sounds like um it's as planned right like you have been prepping all your life for this moment well not necessarily all your life but <laughs> you've been playing tennis for a long long time and you're very very devoted and convicted in your love for tennis and it's only right you play in a tournament dude like flex well, for one me. time flex one time for the girls
0: Oh yeah, we will I, will. I got I got a tennis charity tournament December eighteenth too. So what's I'll that about?
1: There. Tell us about it a little bit. Um, so that's the breast cancer one.
0: No, this one is for. Wow, this sounds really bad. I forgot. Uh, uh, I need to look up the email, but it's basically to donate like warm clothes for like homeless people and um and like children so we'll be donating like a bunch of clothes and gloves hats like uh, toboggans all and jackets and then any money raised from it as well is gonna go towards getting clothes for the winter season um so yeah i'm gonna be in that december 18th
1: the give a kid a coke foundation i think it is
0: something like that um but yeah so I'll, I'll be there but i i thought it was more cool because i talked about in the pod like one of my goals is to grow out my community through things i like to do and i felt like that just kind of led to some progress in that you know like little thing
1: yeah speaking of uh that exactly this monday one of my one of my other outriggers giving time and volunteering I went to the special needs home of Greensboro. I don't inform the Lush ladies and bro backers and you enough for these, this kind of stuff. Yeah. I've kind of like just absorbed it as a as just. But yeah, dude, it was sick. Um, definitely started out the week with some steady, thankful vibes and hanging out with the boys at the special needs home. Love those guys. So fun. There's dude, one of the, it's crazy. They're so freaking smart, dude. I love those guys. There's just one dude who keeps waxing my ass in connect in connect four dude i'm like dude you are so like he has like four or five different moves of connect four that he has me in, and i'm like having one and defending the whole time. i'm like dude i had never ever played connect four with someone so good they made the game like a chess game like it was strategic of like four moves ahead I was yeah bro I was gonna say I was gonna say he was playing chess while you're playing checkers Right, but I mean I mean what a better place to get humbled right special needs home of Greensboro shout out to Rob and David and Dan and Eric Awesome. the boys Mondays are for the for the boys the special needs house and they're telling me some sad stories of how um <clears throat> budget cuts of the state is uh, affecting uh the houses that they stay in like the special needs houses and pretty serious yeah dude it's so sad like they have to say bye to people like some of the Chill. people the 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 caretakers that they like got attached to yeah it's so sad they had to leave cuz like they just weren't getting paid enough and like it was getting cut even more it's like ridiculous shit it's just so sad to hear you know like their their situation yeah. and then they're bummed it's like i'm like how are you guys and they're like talking about how bummed they are i'm like damn dude and they're so aware of like you know the budget requirements and like i mean they're fair about it They they understand like they were like talking about how another opportunity came up for one of the helpers or one of the caretakers and like they had to take it. like she had to take it and they're like like they're like yeah we just miss her a lot man like i was like damn well i'm glad i'm here to hang out with you guys at least so you guys have some, something to do and hang out with i mean familiar yeah, face it's they have a new they have a new caretaker and i mean i'm sure it's a whole different vibe right yeah
0: yeah i mean the hard part is like obviously they're going to get attached to a caretaker and that it sucks when someone takes that way but hey the state can't take you away then.
1: no never that don't never try that. big. can't, ta- can't take try my jesus. love away try jesus don't try me well, one of these days you should come up with me or i'm gonna be sick yeah special needs to the special needs <laughs> to the guys well i'm definitely thinking like this
0: december i want to do some sort of give back i'm i'm definitely gonna do something uh for the women at the pink house and then i'd be i'd love to do something like a Greensboro with you whether it's this or something what else are you, what, but,
1: are you, should, what are you gonna do for the women at the pink house i mean they're pretty uh you should just do something sweet like get them flowers
0: yeah i was gonna get gift baskets and then deliver them with nala
1: why you have to bring nala just to melt more hearts on your way there
0: yeah just because coming the day they get to pet a dog you know, dogs always relieve stress and make people
1: happy. Dude, can I, can I deliver the gift baskets with you? And can we say we split it? And it makes it look like I'm a good person too. <laughs> you should come. I'm sure they'd love to see you again. I don't know, man. They're probably salty. I didn't come and volunteer for the other one. Nah, I don't think so at all. All right, good. Because if they're salty, the volunteers didn't come. I'd be like, um, is this a is this a job or am I volunteering? Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 but obviously uh, it's volunteering because that's what we do in the pod and if you followed along from uh, I want to say some of the episodes in the single digits. I know it's far back. We're at 49, so it's at least 40 episodes back. We we talked about how we wanted to give back and volunteer and we're out here doing these things. Well, now then, it's become
0: such an integral part of our lives, like our right, daily we're like, not know, like, I don't even bring it
1: up really anymore. Yeah, Shit. it's
0: like an identity thing, which is like an awesome thing. Like, I'm glad I'm, con- I, I feel like we try to be conscious about making sure we carve out time to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's funny because I've also gotten back on my bullshit on my Instagram on Speaking Vibrations. If you're not following already, you probably should. Um, and Ram is SM Chandra. 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 No, yeah chander no a um sm chander if you're not following you probably should um yeah i was i'm back on my bullshit with creating some crazy stories and just being creative on there and it's so interesting that i didn't even bring my phone into the special needs house (laughs) you know what i mean i mean it's beyond not even needing to it's like it's not even in my subliminal like urges you know it's not even in my conscious or like subconscious urges at all I like wanted to pull it out and like film uh getting film my ass getting waxed (laughs) (laughs) in fucking connect four but I just I didn't I was like oh damn I left my phone but it's just so interesting because I'm at a point where I am choosing to create and, and you know create and tell a story but in some things it just I just don't there's just no there's just no need for me to tell like like this one it's just it's integral for me and uh, it's like i don't show myself going to the bathroom
0: yeah i think that's a good analogy
1: yeah what's uh what's another good analogy is uh what are you crinkling over there crinkler keep going <laughs> keep going crinkler keep crinkling on but yeah, it's just interesting. I mean, like like you were saying, it's just part of us. Um, although it did start with accountability on the pod, not necessarily saying we need accountability because, um, yeah, been doing this for a long time. Been uh,
0: comes a habit.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I give it up to one of my actually my first serious girlfriend. She opened my heart so much to the special needs community and and the inspiration that they hold and the beauty that they hold and the wisdom they can share and that was like 20 years ago and ever since then I've been addicted in learning from the special needs community that's beautiful yeah love her for it that's what uh, the lush ladies do they open up the bro backers hearts that's what Queens do to us Kings
0: I would say a goal slash accountability and I need to have is next year I do want to host like a fundraiser
1: slash charity event of my own. Well, aren't you going to have to? Kind of have to, yeah. As a star that's dancing? <laughs> yeah,
0: but I kind of see that's what kind of sucks. But I, well, yeah, I guess it'll be part of that. Why but, does that suck? Because I did want to do one like kind of without the pressure of it being tied to like. It's for his dancing competition type thing, even though it's still going to go to the place I would donate the money to. But, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of wanted to set it up where it's just like, it's just for breast cancer, not so much for, like, the Dancing with the Stars event.
1: Well, I don't know where I heard this from, but some wise guy told me that the best way to alleviate pressure is preparation. Yeah. And maybe we can start this year in in doing so like uh you know just instead of put feeling that pressure we get started in doing fundraisers now and it's almost no pressure because we're going to be starting so early that we can have multiple and you can connect some if you don't want to connect any can and then it all i think that's honestly the best play with uh, your circumstance as well because you're going to have to raise such a substantial amount (laughs) <laughs> 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 to be honest, I know. I mean, you these people that you're. Uh, I mean, you know, you're jumping in a pool of big fish. For sure,
0: I, yeah. And I, I I'm t- the inner competitive drive that I have. It's not going to settle for big last place, even if it is a lot of money. I'm, I'm not going to be last.
1: Well, that's. Uh, I think that's where we get the we made it aspect of um, obviously we're brown and it has nothing like brown boys. We made it. I want to tie back circle background of who are we? And um, it has nothing to do with us having a racial profile at all. And I think it's about just two friends that in theory made it and the making. It is exactly what Ram is expressing now. It's the competitive nature of not wanting to be last, nor is it the competitive nature of wanting to be ignorant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's
1: solid I'm just trying to be honest you know what I mean because we're transparent here we're not totally see-through because we have privacy stuff that we want to keep behind a paywall (laughs) I'm just kidding what? (laughs) but you know there are some things we want to keep hidden but we're pretty transparent we say it out loud facts
0: dang I wonder if we have time to talk about this maybe we should just tease it the hero's journey. Vic.
1: Why are you the fourth or fifth person that's brought that up to me this one week? Well,
0: you and I talked about it on Sunday, I think. Oh, that's probably why. But you had—you to, told me you had talked to someone else about it. I told you I had, like saw it on my YouTube feed as a TED Talk. And
1: then and someone, someone else slid into my DMs and asked me about it. So interesting.
0: Yeah. But it, if it came to my mind because I was thinking about <clears throat> how we talked about the paying it forward and kind of how, um, like, when we went on this path and then get to a point where we're able to, like, help other people, it's a, it, it's similar to, like, the hero's journey in a sense of, like, when you reintegrate back with society and then kind of come into it from, like, a different viewpoint or role that you than you had before when you were back in it.
1: Right, it's, like, basically stating us being spiritual warriors before we got our shield. Yeah. The sh-
0: I think remember when you used to tell me about the shield and or the armor? And I didn't really understand that. And that was just like four months ago, five months ago. <laughs> <laughs> was it like five months ago? Yeah, it was like April, May. I think it was like May ish.
1: Yeah, I do remember telling you that. You want to tell uh, the Leslies and Bro Backers what I told you, so we can all be on the same page a little bit. Yeah, so I
0: think I came to the uh, kind Gross. of from, from <laughs> the the amount of uh, male bodily fluid things you've said today. This is, well, if
1: or... you tap back into the single-digit episodes, it was heterosexually insecure ROM, and so we're just really testing it and really cultivating a Oh, uh-huh, you ROM. always
0: have something to fall back on, huh? Uh, what? A, As planned, know. baby. <laughs> Maybe it's just your subconscious. It's cool if you want to open up to me. Um, back in May-ish, or I would say April. I, I've had this conversation, I think, a couple times with you um, when I was going through my, like growth journey or learning part of my journey and um really just learning the tools but i think now that i look back at it i was so confused i think when i learned these things i like i struggled because i was like really looking for like deep connections and i was also trying to understand like maybe like why don't other people like think like this or like or like You almost, when you go through it, you see so much of this like new world or way of being. And then you, when I was like trying to integrate back into my old friend groups and, or I would say they're still my current friend groups and just society, I'm like, not everyone is aware or like, or maybe they're just more focused on what they're doing and like their interactions can come off like maybe selfish or like straight up like rude or mean. And like, I had trouble not taking it personally or like confused by it. And then also just like struggled with um, maybe things didn't work out as I expected them to like still recovering and moving forward. And then, you know, I think since then and Victor was like telling me well you get to a point where you understand all this stuff and how life works and interactions and people and where they're at and you kind of build this armor where it's not going to stop you from like doing good or being your best self or focusing on being that way even when life kind of throws you some of these things that like would normally knock you down maybe before um but it it won't necessarily discourage you now and then i would say since then like a couple of the girls i've dated and and even stuff that happened at work or even with like friends and just general life like all aspects of my life where things have kind of like hit me down like now i feel like i navigate that stuff way smoother than I did before and i think it's a lot of it is just building that shield slash like armor
1: right i mean honestly i made all that up and it's all just in my own experiences man it's uh just well my yogi
0: brought that up too like the whole spiritual armor part
1: yeah i probably came up came about it somewhere in my journey over the past like 10 years for sure and i've just taken it on it's also a very uh christian development you know
0: really how so
1: uh a lot of the christian i mean a lot of the christian religion is based off of faith faith is typically um metaphorically used in terms of armor and shielding and you know Mm -hmm. deflecting and uh you know spirituality can be conveyed in multiple stories these religions tell them in different forms right yeah so it's that's just the one i'm most informed about so it could really be tied into anything but the faith aspect is definitely heavy in the whole armory because i mean do you have faith in your armor when you go out to battle for sure imagine if you didn't You'd probably be be the worst warrior ever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) they probably put me in the front line, like, hey, we just need a body bag. Oh,
1: tough story. Tough story there. But, I mean, we love you.
0: I want to end it on this note. Practice BLT. And when I say BLT, it's believe in yourself, love yourself trust yourself
1: live, laugh, love peace love you